الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وكونوا مع الصادقين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم اتق المحارم تكن عبد الناس او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم وسبحان الله وبحمده رب العالمين فضل الكرم فالله تعالى الله تعالى لاودس تو ويتنس ذس مبارك منت اوف رمضان اند دوز اوف اس هو بليسد وذ ذس نعمه اوف اعتكاف as mentioned that this was something we needed more therefore we were put into the icu for the rest for everybody else the hospital of ramadan was adequate we needed the icu so in any case this being the last discussion for this etikaf as a summary and as a revision of the things that were discussed so this is primarily addressed to myself to those of us who are in etikaf but this is something for anyone and everyone and these are the prescriptions for sheikh hazrat maasha hakim ul akhtar sahab rahmatullah alayhi the person who wishes to stay on this taqwa this month of ramadan allah taala made it possible for us to witness and to engage in whatever amal we managed to do but the whole object of this mubarak month of ramadan was this taqwa so being in the environment of ramadan in the time of ramadan the environment of the masjid environment of ihtikaf so some thing has come into our hearts inshallah that i want to continue on the path that takes me straight to allah taala I don't want to be caught up in any of the side roads of nafs and shaitan. So what is the means of staying steadfast on that path? And how does a person continue on this road of taqwa? So these are the advice of Hazrat Rahmatullah Ali. And this is what we need to take as the summary of all these discussions that we've had over time. Hazrat give four aspects the first aspect is which is the crux of taqwa taqwa the essence of taqwa is not disobeying allah taala that is the essence of taqwa the first aspect that would be prescribed or the prescription was gunaah se mubaadat gunaah se muhafazat that saving oneself from all sin this is the essence of taqwa a person who does a lot of righteous amal is performing his salah he is making tilawat of the quran sharif he is making a lot of nawafil he is making zikr dua mashallah all this is excellent but if together with all this he is also taking some poison like a person eating a lot of good food nourishing food but simultaneously he is also taking some poison he is adding some poison in the whole thing so that poison is going to overcome all the good of the food so likewise the person mashallah is doing a lot of righteous amal 
But at the same time, the poison of guna and sin, that is also in the system. So that will overcome all the good that he's doing. So therefore, this is the first aspect to be able to move smoothly towards this direction and destination that we have decided that we want to get straight to Allah Ta'ala. We don't want to go via any detours. We want to get straight to Jannat. So there is no other way but first and foremost to entrench this within ourselves that we are going to, inshallah, make every effort to stay away from every sin. And Allah forbid we are insan. If a person slips up somewhere, one is a person premeditating sin, pre-planning, plotting, I'm going to do this and do that. That is far away from the shan of a mu'min. That he pre-plans and premeditates and plots how and when he's going to commit some sin. That is not expected of a mu'min. But a mu'min, he can also fall sometime. A person is walking carefully and there was a loose pebble he didn't realize and he slipped. He can fall. But he didn't intend to fall. He didn't pre-plan to fall. So in any case, this is something which now this determined intention is there, this resolution is there, that inshallah I want to stay away from every sin. I don't want to involve myself in any haram. Over these Mubarak days we definitely have made Toba. Now the issue is and the Toba was the first step to acquiring Taqwa. Without Toba, if a person hasn't given up the sin, because Toba requires giving up the sin. If he hasn't given up the sin, then Taqwa hasn't started. So Alhamdulillah, with the fazl of Allah Ta'ala, with His Tawfiq, that we made Toba, because this Tawfiq also comes from Allah Ta'ala. ثُمَّ تَابَ عَلَيْهِمْ لِيَتُوبُ It is the Tawfiq of Allah Ta'ala, that a person's heart turns in that direction that I should repent. Otherwise, a person goes on in that sin without any concern. And his only concern is how to keep it covered, how to keep his tracks covered. That becomes his only concern. And how to outsmart anybody else. That I am better than everyone, I've got everything locked, everything password protected, everything really sorted out in a way that those who got caught, they were fools. They didn't know how to cover their tracks. I am one above everybody. This is shaitan's deception. But is moth not coming? And do we know when moth will come? So we have to be forever prepared for that moment. So the first thing to this taqwa, first aspect and first step to the, towards taqwa is the aspect of tawbah and giving up sin. So alhamdulillah we've made tawbah with tawfiq of Allah tabarak wa ta'ala. Now the issue is, and the very crucial issue is, istiqamat on this tawbah. And istiqamat on this decision that I am going to stay away from haram, stay away from sin. So how will that happen? Alhamdulillah, the person is genuine, he's sincere, he's determined that I don't want to go back to the guna. But despite this determination, often a person before he knows it, he's already slipped deep into it. So what is the next aspect that he has to be conscious about? The next thing has its prescription is Asbab Gunah se Mubaadad. First was Gunaho se Muhafazad, saving oneself from sin. Now the next step is in order to acquire this, 
asbab gunah se mubaadat that a person now keeps himself far away from the means of sin if he doesn't keep himself far away from the means of sin then it's very hard to save himself from the sin itself now a person fell and fell again and fell again with the same means that phone of his became the means or that laptop of his became the means or whatever other means became the reason for him falling into sin now he fell one time in that hole he fell two times he fell 10 times it nearly destroy his marriage it nearly destroy his life now he got the topic of making toba but he feels that he can't do without this so now he is saying that i don't want to get burned but i'm going to keep the fire in my pocket i don't want to get burned but i'm going to keep my that burning ember in my hand so that is e khayalas to mahalas to junoo that is now wishful thinking that doesn't happen that a person now wants to hold that fire also and he says i won't get burned i mustn't get burned so he wants to stay away from guna he wants to stay from sin he knows what became the means of repeatedly falling he wants to stay away from that he wants to be safe from sin he will have to keep himself far away from the means of sin and he will have to make that sabr person nowadays it has become such that these things have become integral parts of life person feels that i can't do without how will i live my life if i don't have a smartphone then i won't look smart anymore i'll look dumb it just won't be possible to live life anymore but all these years everybody lived their lives without any smartphone without all this technology and they like carried on but when that has now become there's no harm in using the whatever allah taala has provided which is halal which is in a permissible way a person is using it but if that is becoming the means of haram then that is now shaitan's deception that we can't do without it many people are living their lives without these things so a person can acquire himself something which is a very straightforward simple device which doesn't have all the internet connections and all these abilities to be involved in social media and whatever else and that will keep him safe from the sin many a person says that i didn't have any intention but i was just scrolling for something else and before i know it something popped on the screen and as a result now his whole taqwa popped in that one moment and the whole ramadan whatever he acquired all that atikaf and everything got popped in that one moment and now before a person knows it he's gone deep into something so the issue is that if a person is really concerned about his taqwa really concerned about protecting his iman then together with this gunahos and muhafazat the prescription that has gave to get to that is asbab gunah se mubaadat that staying far away from the means of sin otherwise if a person is going to be having the means of sin it's very difficult that he get saved from the sin itself so this is the second crucial aspect then the issue comes that staying away far from the means of sin so a person now has understood that that realization has come that if i'm going to be close to the fire i'm going to get burned but there's still somehow that himmat is not there that courage is lacking to distance oneself from these means all kinds of excuses come in the mind and what not happens 
that I just can't do without this. Whereas it's all the traps of shaitan. And that courage and that himmat, that just doesn't seem to be growing in a person. So what is going to develop that? So there are two things that will develop this himmat to continue on taqwa. And if a person keeps up to these two things diligently, then this will keep that courage to stay away from every sin, to stay away from the means of sin, and to do, make efforts and sacrifices to do whatever is necessary to fulfill all his faraiz, his wajibat, his sunnat muakkada. Not only that, it will grow from himmat to muhabbat. From the courage to stay away from wrong and sin, it will further generate muhabbat of Allah. That once upon a time, the person couldn't even bring himself to make his salah. Or if he was making his salah, he couldn't bring himself to make it with jamaat. Otherwise, he's just making his farz, and sunnat muakkada also, there's no concern about it. And as far as sunnat ghair muakkada, it was like maaf from beforehand, there was no point in even talk, thinking about it. So once upon a time, that might have been the case, but now that he started diligently doing these two things, then first the courage built up to make sure he's not doing anything wrong, or not shirking in the things that are necessary. His salah, his salah with jama'ah, fulfilling all the wajibat, the sunnat al So first that himmat comes. And that himmat then transforms into muhabbat. As he keeps on diligently going ahead with this, that himmat transforms into the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. Now he is performing nawafil as well. He is doing extra things out of the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. That salah which was once upon a time a burden, now that is something that he does out of love. So what are the two things that will develop this? So the first thing is Zikrullah par mudawamat. So again the first aspect was Kunaho se muhafazat Staying safe from sin. That is the first step of taqwa. Without that, then we are not going to get anywhere. Like that example that we often take, that the person is driving and is driving and driving after some time somebody asks him how far have you driven or how much distance you've covered. So he says covered a thousand kilometers. You've covered a thousand kilometers that clock is showing thousand kilometers traveled. But how far have you reached? He says I'm still in the same block. He's just going around the same block. He's not going on the road ahead. Due to sin and guna. So mashallah the ibadat the person is performing, the other righteous actions he's doing. So the clock is turning, the mileage is being covered. But he's not making any distance, any progress. He's still in the same block. He's still going around the same circle. Because of guna. So this is the aspect that now a person wants to move ahead. So what is going to help him move ahead is to stay away from sin. And then the manner of acquiring that is staying away from the means of sin. And then the third thing is to create this courage and himmat. That zikrullah par mudawamat. This is something that is often just taken as a, well, a very good thing, mashallah, but if it's done, it's done, it's not done too, it's fine. Whereas this is that fuel of the spiritual heart. And when there's no fuel, then that engine can't turn. So this fuel, we require this daily. We require this zikr of Allah wa ta'ala in our lives without fail. One is 
that zikr, the essence of zikr is the obedience of Allah Ta'ala. But to bring that obedience of Allah Ta'ala, the verbal zikr is also necessary. That a person has a fixed time. As discussed, that a person has a fixed time. And in that fixed time, he makes sabr upon himself, no matter what comes in his way at that time, unless it's something extremely urgent, then he fulfills and completes that tasbihah, that mamulat in that fixed time. We have time for everything else. We've got time for newspapers, we've got time for social media, we've got time for just chatting idly and talking and whatever else. But if we haven't got time, then we haven't got time to remember Allah Ta'ala. That is a very great tragedy. So a fixed time for a person, every person should have that fixed time to complete his ma'mulat, his tasbihat. MashaAllah, this time we had in Atikaf, Allah Ta'ala made it possible for us that all these days that we hear, we are competing with tasbihat, we are competing with tilawat, we are exerting ourselves in all these things. But now the month of Ramadan will leave, this amal will not leave. The month of Ramadan leaves, taqwa cannot leave. The month of Ramadan will finish off, but deen is still carrying on. Deen hasn't finished off. We are still the servants of Allah Ta'ala. And Ramadan came to teach us how to be the true servants of Allah Ta'ala for the rest of our life. So, the zikr of Allah Ta'ala is extremely essential. This is something that cannot be compromised. It's not that this is something on the level of the first salah. But for the person who wants to achieve this Islam, this is what we've come for. This was the object of etikaf in this manner. Etikaf is seclusion, but we've come and gathered here to achieve this Islam. Without the zikr of Allah Ta'ala, this would be something very difficult to achieve. And the Quran Sharif, the Ahadith are filled with this emphasis upon the zikr of Allah Ta'ala in a manner that perhaps anything else is emphasized in such a way. Where the word excessive comes on the zikr of Allah Ta'ala. Uzkurullah zikran kathira. Imagine the Quran Sharif says, remember Allah Ta'ala excessively. And the whole day goes and no zikr of Allah Ta'ala took place. Sometimes the whole week goes and we haven't made any zikr of Allah Ta'ala. So, where do we fit in in terms of this command of the Quran Sharif? Uzkurullah zikran kathira. وَسَبِّحُوهُ بُكْرَةً وَأَسِيلًا And remember Allah Ta'ala, glorify Him in the morning and evening. The morning comes, then to be too busy. And the evening comes, then to be too busy. But we have time for everything else. We have time for entertainment, we have time for our pastimes, we have time for relaxation, we have everything. We don't have time, we don't have time to remember Allah Ta'ala. So that, inshallah, should now change completely. And this third aspect, zikrullah par mudawamad, when a person, one is the kamiyat of zikr, the quantity, the quantity is also necessary, that there should be a minimum, as the tasbihat, etc., that are prescribed, hundred times the first kalima, la ilaha illallah, hundred times Allah, hundred times Dhru Sharif, istighfar, and at least, if not the whole third kalima, then subhanallah, hamdi hundred times, so this is hundred times each, that's the kamiyat, the quantity. But in that quantity, the kafiyat is also required. And that is what will bring the true effect. Kafiyat, the quality. So the quantity is also important, 
and in that quantity, the quality also. That is done, one is now haphazardly, even that is not devoid of benefit. But the benefit will come when a person has dedicated time. We dedicate time for all our tasks of the day. So dedicating time for the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, so he has some dedicated time, even if it's five, ten minutes in the day, where there is no distraction, but banda or khuda, the servant with his Allah, and remembering Allah Ta'ala, and completing these mamulat, and together with that, all the masnoon askar, the masnoon du'as of the day, to learn some of these du'as, to read them on the relevant occasions consciously. So this zikrullah par mudawamat. And this is the guarantee of itminan-e qalb. Allah bi zikrillahi tatma'innul qulub. But this itminan will come, kamil zikr will bring kamil itminan. Total obedience of Allah Ta'ala. This will bring complete itminan. If a fish is in water but its tail is sticking out, it will still be like a fish out of water. Though everything else is in water, only the tail is sticking out. But it will still be like a fish out of water. So likewise, for this true itminan to settle in the heart, it requires kamil zikr. Kamil zikr together with the verbal zikr, the reality of the zikr. The obedience of Allah wa ta'ala. So this was the third aspect, zikrullah par mudawamat. And then the fourth aspect, this is extremely crucial, nek dosto ki musahabat. That a person keeps in righteous company. He keeps with good company. Otherwise, everything else can be tied, and if he keeps in the wrong company, then that will wash everything away. It will wash all his efforts away. The ten days of etikaf, sometimes one day of wrong company will wash it away. All that pledges he made to Allah Ta'ala, and all that resolutions he made, and whatever else, that one day, one hour of wrong company also can be so detrimental that ten days of etikaf can get washed away in that. Because all those determinations just break in that one, one hour. Company is not confined to human company. Human company is obviously extremely, it impacts tremendously on a person. The good also impacts, and likewise the negative company also impacts. But company is not confined to human company. Those devices, that's also company. If that is a good device, meaning it's being used correctly, alhamdulillah. If it is being used wrongly, that is the worst company. That literature, those newspapers, those novels, all the other kinds of negative things that a person now uses to keep himself occupied, that's also company. And if that is not the company that Allah Ta'ala is pleased with, then that is terrible company, is going to take a person far away from all the things he has made firm intentions about, that he wants to keep on the path of taqwa, he wants to keep going closer to Allah Ta'ala, then that company will wipe everything out. So this is the aspect that we need to now focus on. Alhamdulillah, this was a great ni'mat and great fazl of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala made this atikaf possible for us. This was solely his tawfiq, not our achievement in any way. We have to make a lot of shukar for it. But at the same time, now the way forward. Ramadan, Atikaf, all these are not for that moment only. These are the training periods to now continue with that after Ramadan. That what the essence of Ramadan was, 
what the lessons of Atikaf were, that now must be carried forward, and that we live our life accordingly after Ramadan as well. May Allah tabarak wa ta'ala accept all the ibadat that was done, all the efforts that were made. Allah ta'ala grant us these four things just to recap it. The first one, gunaho se muhafazat, to stay safe from sin. And in order to achieve that, asbabe gunah se muba'adat, to stay far away from the means of sin. Person doesn't stay far away from the means of sin, it's going to be very difficult to achieve the first aspect. And what is going to create this himmat? This is zikrullah par mudawamat. That a person is constant on his zikr. And what will bring that himmat further and transform it into muhabbat is nek dosto ki musahabat. That being in pious company. This is something which then transfers heart to heart. And it creates that himmat and courage and the muhabbat of Allah Ta'ala. Allah Ta'ala give us